This is Christy. Voice down, you muppet. You heard me. I'm pregnant with child. Up the bleeding duff. Pulled good and proper. I heard you. Christ, give me a hand out here. Whatever happened to let's take a handy one step at a time? And what was it? Oh, yeah. Let's get to know each other first before we dive in without a snorkel. Yeah, but... Well, my purest petal of the forest glade. Someone's been diving in without a snorkel, without a condom and all by the looks of it. You know what? You're a... A what? Go on. I'm a what? Go on. I'm not up for this. I really thought this was it. I thought we had something here. We do. We still do, Joey. Give us a chance for Jesus' sake. Let me explain. No need. It's quite simple, really. You hurled a few leg openers into you one fine evening, probably over there with your mate in the snug, and a dashing young lad called Dick, that's Dick without the condom, got the glad eye off you and ended up whacking you good and thorough, direct drive, threw a mix into you, wiped his air, manhood in the curtain, you know, those nice ones your Auntie Annie made up for you and disappeared off into the sunset with another notch on his hyperactive flute. Happy days all round. Until he got a text alert from James's about his next appointment at the STD clinic. Yeah, happy days all round. How can you be so cruel, you heartless bastard? I thought you of all people would support me. Understand? 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 Uh, I think you've got that slightly askew, my bleached white uh, snot rag. It goes something like this. Are you concentrating now? I fucking don't understand. Don't, 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 don't understand. Joey. Joey, I'm so sorry. I know it's come as a shock to you, but you've got to listen to me now. It's not- And the reason why I don't understand it's because I'm a fucking gobshite with a wind tunnel between my ears. It's all very understandable, really. Some random wise boy rides in, rides you, rides out in an endless prairie scratching his town halls. And I'm scratching me head here, wondering how I can't... Yeah, understand this carry-on. So, let me explain. At least give me... And support, you say? You expect me to support you? Me of all people? Why me? I suppose there's no chance of dick fucking torpin understanding you, supporting you? Cos I'm a bit down the pecking order here, my fairest lily on the dog pond. Who is he anyway? And where's he from? Probably some newbie from Newtown Park Avenue. 
swapping the stories of how he broke in a bit of rough local skirt with the guise over a few crafties after a hard day's graphic designing. His name was, is Ian. Ian Walker from Rialto, now living in Manchester. Probably a season ticket for you, know you. What? Nothing. You think it's City? What? Nothing. Will you listen to me for a minute? Christ. I'm all ears. I'm hanging on your every... Without interrupting me. Well? Am I interrupting you? We were together since we were 16. Longer, really. His ma knew my ma. They both worked in Roundtree, Macintosh. You know the sweet factory opposite Comainham Jail? Long gone. Oh, yeah. They built apartments on their old site. Crammed with graphic designers from Newtown Park Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> they pushed us around together in our buggies. Proper childhood sweethearts. Sorry. Go ahead. Anyway. We grew up together. We were inseparable. Always Ian and Yappy the dog. But you still have Yappy. How old is he? He does as he must be at least 17. He's shagged now. His eyes are nearly gone and he's starting to drag his hind legs. Dad says we, we have to seriously start thinking about I don't want to hear this. He's a grand old dog. I know, but he's... Get on with your story about this. Uh... Ian. Yeah. Ian, chap. Ian got very sick when he was about 15. Developed some rare and deadly form of leukaemia. His man and dad dragged him halfway around the world. But he kind of lost touch. And then one day he arrived back in the road. Cured. Well, his condition had stabilised. He wasn't going to die after all. Nice one. Fair play to him, the little... Anyway, we got back together. Left school and got together, uh, properly. properly. Yeah, we were made for each other. My man and dad and his as well were fucking delighted with us. We used to go out together to the pub. Jesus, we even went to Salou together one year, the six of us. Ian's dad was, is a gas man. Funny as fuck and- A bugle in his skinny speedos, lying on the beach beside his future daughter-in-law with the big balubas. Come to think of it. He always wore a towel around his waist. So, Ian and his Mary were living the dream. The world ahead of them, floating on a magic carpet of fucking domestic bliss. Something like that. Ian was kind of thrilled he wasn't going to die after all. And he adored me. And what about you? Uh, I was happy for him. Really happy. The tide was carrying us serenely off together on a magic carpet, if you know what I mean. I often looked into the water, wanted to jump out, even to swim for a while, but it was impossible. Everything was so perfectly joined together. I see. Do you? Really? Uh... Do you remember a film called Educate and Read It? Michael Caine was a sort of nutty professor in it, based in Trinity College. I think I do. Was it about some English scanner type trying to mix it with the Newtown Park Avenue gang? Black and white, I think. That's the one. Well? Well, there's a scene in it where the scanner with notions. I think it's that old English actor, Julie Walters. 
She's in the local boozer where a family and they're all banging out some shite, full of gargle. Well, the camera pans in all their happy faces as they join in the well-fucked verses, singing away with the gargle dulling their pain. And then the camera pans on the scanger's mother. She's silently weeping as she mouths the words of the dreadful dirge. Her daughter asks why she's crying, and she murmurs in reply, surely there are better songs to sing. But, alas, it was too late for her, but not too late for her daughter. And not too late for me either. I decided there and then to pick my moment. What moment would that be now? My fucking moment to jump out of the gilded lifeboat into the raging torrent, swim towards the bank, or the rapids, take me chance. But you were well strapped in at that stage. Twas too late. Yeah, you could say that. Then I missed a period. Took the test and it was confirmed I was pregnant. At first I was in a right state, pissing me pants with fright. But gradually I chilled. There was always the option of a very early termination. As well as the prospect of a baby, of a complete family was now next on the cards. Me, Ian, baby, and lots of Milton fucking fluid. But I used to tear me life asunder. I dived into the water and dealt with the job in hand like a pro, callous-like. I suppose poor Ian got his cards. Yeah. I gave him some shy talk about a trial temporary separation. He got the message all right. We were finished. And not a word about the happy news? Not a word. Nothing. If the word got out, the whole world would have descended on me like a ton of fluffy feather duvets. Me ma was a bit upset, but me dad reined her in said I had me life ahead of me and it was mine to live. He told me afterwards that the speedo lad was a bit of a creep and even admitted that he found Ian a bit... Uh, Boring? Maybe. But he wasn't... isn't the one for me. I'm growing up so fast. I can feel the changes in me like a forest awakening. For the first time in my life, I feel... Free? Liberated. That's the same thing as free, for Jesus' sake. Maybe, but it sounds better, and it's how I feel now, this very minute. Liberated. Sorry to rain on your Independence Day parade, but there's one small detail that's coming down the tracks that might need a bit of consideration. You mean the baby? Yeah, I mean the baby. Christ, I thought you of all people would understand. Me of all people understand? Of all people? Get real, Mary, will you? I don't even know why I'm still here listening to this sh- What? This what? Stuff. Go on, will you? And for Jesus' sake, leave out the peace-loving rock and roll palaver. Just give it to me straight. Always a smart arse. Anyway, I feel this baby will free me. So we get out of jail cards. From now on, I will make all the decisions about my life. Our life. And I like the sound of that. And what about your man, Dan, uh, Horatio Hornbollocks? Fuck them. All of them. They know nothing about this, and they won't until I have made my decisions about my life, my future. So why are you letting me in on this? I've obviously nothing to do with your... situation. I'm telling you all this because I want you to help me decide what to do. I want you to decide what to do. 
What are you smoking? Oh, please, nobody knows but us two. I want us, the two of us, to make the decisions here. Ian knows nothing. He's gone, won't be coming back. I'm eight weeks gone now and have plenty of time for a termination. I don't want to do that. Fuck's sake, I can feel the new life inside me. Christ, there's plenty of feeling swirling around this evening. Anyway, I know we haven't been there, intimate since we met. But this baby could be yours. Ours if you want it. And before you explode, let me explain. The way I see it, nobody need know what's going on except us two. How long are we seeing each other? A month? No, five weeks tomorrow. That's what I thought. So the world starts tomorrow at five weeks. Because tomorrow I'll be four weeks gone, not eight. And in a month or so I'll tell the world about the happy news. Our happy news. In the name of Jesus. The doctor says I won't start showing until 16 weeks at least. Says I have a petite figure. And by then the missing month will be lost in the fucking mist of the past. Anyway, nobody will give a shite. Too busy getting on with our own miserable lives and families and, and babies, whether born or unborn. You forgot something. I know. I'll be a month premature if all goes to plan. The, the doctor says it's quite common for first-time mothers to deliver early. No, he didn't. You made that up. Well, I fucking googled it. No, you didn't. Well, I made it up then. Thought so. But... But what? It's just that you have it all worked out. It looks on the face of it like a workable plan. Yeah. And it all depends on keeping things between the two of us. At least until time does the memory and... Something else comes up to whet the appetite of those with no lives of their own. Bang on. So, tell me one thing. What? What will you do if I decide to walk? I'll probably have a termination. I want to have this child with you and start a family with you. Sounds like some sort of blackmail to me. Yeah, it looks like that, but it's not. Anyway, why does the female of the species have to make all the decisions? Why can't the male now and then grow a pair of balls and make a decision? I can think of one reason here, my dear. What's that? It's just uh, the fact that I'm not the da here. But that's... And I think you better stick on that flowery frock and head off to a gaga commune. Find some pothead called Nisha to fall for your cunning plan. I don't want a Nisha. I want you. Well, you ain't got me. I'm out of it. And hey, just look at the time. I'm out of here. There you are, Mrs. Fogarty. Ah, Mary, how are you? The usual, I suppose. Well, yeah, sure, predictable, aren't you? Now, let's see if we can put a bit of volume into these, uh corals of yours. Take 20 years off me, will you? You'll be the belle of the ball at the bingo tomorrow no. night. <laughs> now, if I can just get a hold of this kiss coral and roll it up for a few minutes. Oh, sure, now, now keep still and have a read of this month's Woman's Way. Oh, me Woman's Way. There's a grand article in it about uh, wigs or senior ladies. Hello? Hello? How's things? 
not grey. Missy. I'm the same. What's the story? I've got Mrs. Fogarty's curly locks in custody. What? Never mind. I've been thinking about what you said yesterday. And I'm very sorry I fucked off on you like that. I don't blame you. It was a lot to take on board. And I suppose I had some cheek to land it on you like that. I'll be with you in a minute, Mrs. Fogarty. Lots of milk, wasn't it? Christ. That's not Lily Fogarty from Mecklen Street. Yeah. Why? She's nearly bald. Yeah, I know. We do our best. Anyway, you were saying. I was just thinking a lot about the uh, situation. Yeah. I know the way you take the scenic route sometimes. There was one thing that kept arising. Oh, yeah? No, not that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you told anyone about your... Uh... Not yet. I'm a bit of a scaredy cat. I'm at a bit of an impasse here. It's just, you told me when we got together that the, uh, physical things could wait. That's how I felt. I thought you were okay with that. I suppose I was. I was looking forward to jumping on your shapely balls. <laughs> <laughs> but I was happy to wait. But tell me this. Could you fast forward a bit? I can smell Mrs. F's kiss curl singeing from here. You could have easily let me throw a couple of mixers into you and crown me dad. But you didn't. Why? Not my style. And no matter how fucking tick you are, you would have worked it out. The scenic route, Jobby? Yeah, something like that. But, uh What is it? It's just I wanted to be honest with you from the start. Lay it out to you as it is and start from a good start and move on from there. I didn't want it gnawing at me. That's what I was thinking as well. So, what's his name? Seven seconds of pleasure doesn't make him a dad? No. Anyway, it was about five seconds and I was ahead of time, if you get me meaning. <laughs> I'm looking for about 50 years here from my dad. Come hail, rain or shine. I thought you were the one. I'll do it. Let's do it. And no matter what happens, you will be the dad. Forever. That's all I ask. Forever the dad. Come hail, rain or shine. Fuck. I forgot about poor Mrs. Bogarty. I'll have to go. Okay. We'll see you later. I can't wait. It's sorted now. Let's set things in motion and have a life together. The three of us. Are you sure? Really sure? Certain. Just one more thing. What's that? Mrs. Fogarty likes a good super milk in our Sweet divine Christ and his blessed mother. What possessed you, child? Oh, this is a complete disaster. Oh, shut up, Sarah. How, how long you gone, Mary? Five or six weeks, da. Or so the doctor thinks. Are you sure? Like, it's very early, maybe. I'm pregnant, no question about it. Is this new boyfriend of yours? This Joey fella? And no good. Never liked the look of him. Didn't I say that to you, Benny? I never liked the cut of him. He's only got his foot in the door and he fucks up everything. Oh, no shins and grandiosity. Fucking tuppence looking down on tuppence heaping. In the name of Jesus, Sarah, will you shut the fuck up? The last thing we need is you going off on one. 
are you sure, love? It all seems to have happened so fast. I'm sure. And so was Dr. Sinek. And before you say anything, I'm keeping this baby. You're keeping it? And who's going to mind it? Cos it won't be me. Rear it, feed it, clothe it. Too old to be rearing babies and too bleeding young to give up work. I want nothing from you. I'm telling you because you're me ma and da. That's all. And I won't take this shite off of you, ma. Do you hear me? I want nothing from you. Nor you, da. And to think you got rid of Ian. Sent him away to England with a broken heart. You are a fucking silly girl. Oh, Christ, Benny. What means man and Dad say? What will we tell them? Oh, I suppose our trip to Chester is off now. What trip to Chester? What trip to fucking Chester? Uh, we were supposed to go to Chester with the Pigeon Put Society next month. It was booked before the Christmas. Before you and Ian. Yeah, before you kicked the best man you'll ever have into touch. Looking gentlemen, with prospects. Oh, not like this Johnny come lately. No job, no prospects, no Johnny. And living off the fat of the land. I never liked him. Didn't I tell you that, Benny? He's a no-good freeloader. I'm not going to fight with you, ma. All I'll say is that you're wrong. I know you're shocked and disappointed, but Joey and me are really excited about this. We want nothing from you. Nothing. But I want you to be happy for me. For us. That's all I'm looking for. And what about Ian's man, Dad, and the trip to Chester? I was so looking forward to... Chester? Chester, is it? Well, maybe you can take a day trip to Manchester. It's not far from Chester. And tell fucking Ian what a great lad he is and how you are terribly fucking sorry. You will show a bit more respect as long as you live under this roof, my girl. This is not a woman's refuge. God knows how much our father and I have sacrificed for you over the years. And this is the thanks we get. Impertinence and what? Impertinence and what? And loose living. That's what I call it. Well, what have you got to say, Benny? Have you nothing to say to your daughter? You know, love, you'll always be welcome here. This is your home, always will be. Though it's a bit, uh, previous for this lad of yours. What, what's his name? It's Joey, da. His fucking name is Joey. What your father is trying to say is that it didn't take long for him to get his fucking feet under the table and you on top of it, did he? Hardly knew you a wet day and hey, presto, your life has changed forever. Well, sort of. This Joey lad was a bit quick off the mark. Like, you have options now. Choices and stuff. What's that supposed to mean? What your mother means, love, is that... I know what she means. And I know you mean well, ma. But get this straight once and for all. I am having this baby. Listen, ma. Please listen to me now. I know the sacrifices you two have made for me. I love both of you to bits. But now I've made me bed. And I'll lie in it. I'm happy with Joey. Far happier than anyone else. Ever by a million miles. But you are happy with Ian. Ma, I was never happy with Ian. Sure, I thought I was. But I'm a big girl now. And I'm sure about Joey. And this baby. I'm not going to turn your lives upside down. You have your book club and work and stuff. And Da has his... Uh... <coughs> pigeons. Yeah, pigeons. Those fucking pigeons. Listen to me, the two of you. I want you to be grandparents. Real grandparents. We'll get our own gaff and visit you. And maybe go out of a Sunday to the zoo. Or for a picnic. Or to the beach in the summer. Ordinary family stuff. 
I want you to be proud of Joey and me, our little family. We can do things together. And maybe the young guy can help me with the pigeons when he gets a bit older. What? Ah, yeah, sure. But I want this to bring us closer. I will not let it drive us apart. You are too precious to me. I suppose I always wanted a grandchild, but... Well, Ma, you will have one soon. And I want you to be happy for me. For us. Ah, well, that's good enough for me. So long as you're sure, love, and happy, all I want for you is to be happy. I know that, Dad. I know that. Now, just want to see the baby scans or what? Yup, 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 yup! Mary O'Neill. That's me. Uh, us. This is my partner, Joey Williams. Have you filled out the form? Yeah, here it is. Two-bedroom house in Dublin 8. OK, I'll put you on the list and your application will be reviewed in due course. Er, uh, in due course? What does that mean? Can I give it to you straight, without the official shit? You seem like a nice couple. Yeah, I'm sweat, please. If you don't mind me asking, how long have you got? You know, till the baby arrives. Six Two weeks. weeks. Huh? Why not sure, but it's soon enough. OK, whatever. My advice to you is to get a place of your own in the private sector. Is there much chance of getting a council house in Dublin 8 as you have in Ballsbridge? The Liberties is no longer considered, er... Uh, Scannerlands? Yeah. It's taken the overflow from Dublin 6, you know, the three R's. Rothgar, Rothmines and Ranola. Yeah, professional types. Mostly graphic designers from Newtown Park Avenue. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Jesus, you seem to develop on the demographics of contemporary Dublin. Don't listen to him and his ravens. Go on, what's your advice? <clears throat> well, the way I see it, your application is a waste of time. It'll be lost in the bowels of the recycled waste department. You'll get an acknowledgement in about ten days, you know, the usual shite. Your application will be considered having regard to the relevant bylaws governing the allocation of housing regulations. Fuck! <laughs> Bang on! Are you sure you haven't worked this kit at some time? You seem to know the score. Christ, will you two get a fucking room? I thought you two were looking for a house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you two dickwits find this funny. You're not the one facing homelessness at seven... Or eight months. ...pregnant. Now, will you please give it to us straight, my good man? Yeah, sure. It goes like this. Fuck off and find your own gaff. Christ. So what do you advise us to do? When you're wasting your time here, mate, you should... Fuck off and get your own gaff. In one. Now, you'll excuse me, folks. I want to slip off early to catch the second half of the United game. Oh, I forgot that was on today. United are tuning up after the first leg. Might be enough against that Turkish crowd. Oh, they should have enough. Are you a United fan yourself? No, but I always like that style of play. Always on the attack. Yep, lots of goals scored and conceded. That's the United way. If I told you I was a United fan, would it make any difference? Difference? To our housing application? Uh, no. Just a thought. Come on, Joey, let's get out of here and find a gaff of our own, like the man said. OK. And best of luck in the game, pal. Thanks. And best of luck with... Finding a gaff. I absolutely agree, Roisin. These scumbags should not be representing our, our culture, you know. Um, I feel uh, our culture of Ireland should be represented by the likes of traditional Irish music, um, the likes of Ryan Tuberty, the river dance, you know. Um, I just think it's absolutely appalling the, the, these, these scumbags, these um, dregs of society are representing this beautiful green oil. I, I, I'm disgusted by it. I was just inquiring about the apartment for rent in Dolphin's Barn. Is it still on the market? 
a lot of interest. Mm. Well, we are interested, my partner and me. There's just the two of us. We are from the area. School, yeah, Basin Lane. Yeah, the nuns. Hardly any of them left now. <laughs> Sorry, no, we've no references. No, this is our first home away from home. But we have been approved for the rent allowance. Um, hello? Hello? You... Oh, Jesus. Well? You hung up? Fucker. Here, give me the phone. What's the next number on the list? Uh, a cottage in Pimlico. Two bed terrace. Put on speakerphone. Uh, hello there. I'm inquiring about the cottage to rent in a schoolhouse lane. Is it gone? Not yet. I'm viewing this evening. It'll probably go there. I was wondering, is it in good condition? Reasonable, I suppose. Need to visit TOC. Are you handy with the DIY? Like, how handy do you mean? A few slates missing. The rain got in and the bedrooms are a little bit damp. I could maybe take a few bob off the rent if the right tenant came along. If you know what I mean. Right, so. And what's the rent? €2,000 per month. But for the right tenant. She wants two grand a month for a kip with no roof and reek and a fucking damp. Christ. This house rent and caper is going to be a bit, uh. Problematic? More like a complete fuck-up. What chance have we got? Yeah, a couple of inner-city scangers with knacker Dublin accents on rent allowance with little or no money. And a sprag on the way. Maybe we should take up your dad's offer. No fucking way. Surely your man dad. My ma and dad have nothing to do with this baby. Our baby. We are totally responsible for this whole situation. And to be honest, I'm frightened. For the first time in my life, I'm fucking petrified. Frightened of what? Everything. We having a pot to piss in. You've no job. Just a dead-end FETAC course in sociology and bollocksology. Both of us are living with our parents and with no prospects of a proper home for this unfortunate who will very soon plunge into the real world. The real world of Milton fluid? Yeah. And nappies, baby food, exhaustion, sleepless nights, prams, Elwins going gaga and baby clothes and public health nurses and baby talk and the baby blues. All this and more without a roof over our heads, without even a hovel to call home. I've let you down. Listen, I'll give up that poxy course and get a job. Pushing shopping trolleys in Tesco or Burger King. I'll sort something out. I promise. You'll do no such thing. I dragged you into this and you will finish this course of yours. It's your only release from this drudgery. Anyway, you've only four months left in it after Christmas and maybe you'll get a job then. A proper professional job as a social worker or probation officer. Yeah, there's always need for probation officers around here. We have to think long-term now. It's called being a grown-up, I suppose. So long as we're together, the three of us, fuck the rest of them. We'll be okay, love. I promise. Joey? Yeah? What is it? We've got to get a gaff soon. You understand? Yeah, I understand. Good. 
That makes me feel a whole lot better. Does it? Does it to fuck. <laughs> Watch your poison and don't tell me it's a Jack Daniels or some other punchy shite. We'll have a point. Ah, good lad. I'm getting to like you already. Two nice points, Jimmy, out of the staff tapping, my good man. Not that swill you gave me last week. So, tell me, Joey, how was the baby coming along? Mary and her mother tell me fuck all. Just tainting nicely, Mr O'Neill. We reckon it might come a month or so early. And any word about a gaff? No, look. We reckon we have the wrong profile as potential tenants. And the council are worse than useless. You'd think the poxy government might try and sort things out. My granddad was telling me that when the country had the arse out of its trousers in the 40s and 50s, we built thousands of great gaffs. Yeah. Rimney, Crumlin, and Ballyfermot on the south side, and Cabra, Finglas, and Marino on the north side. And now that we have a few, Bob, they won't build a fucking shed. What's the problem? The problem is there's lots of money, but little dosh for building houses that might become obsolete in the future. One spitting twice, surely. What? You remember the last recession? Hundreds of thousands of gaffs built. Now empty. Some never lived in, decaying or demolished. That's not going to happen again. So what's to be done? A temporary crisis will be solved with the private sector. Christ, do you think they want to spend a half a million quid building a gap for the likes of you? It's not very cost effective. No return on investment. Better off spending a few bob on rent allowance. Most of you will emigrate anyway. There are other things to spend money on, like roads and bridges and airport terminals, hotels. Anyway, the likes of you scangers with the arse out of their trousers don't vote. So fuck them. Fuck you. You just have to get on with it or... Fuck off and emigrate. Now you have it. Now, here we are. Two nice creamy points of stout. Oh, get that into <laughs> young lad. I suppose it's a bit early to be wetting the baby's head. Ah, I think we need a baby first. <laughs> oh, I know I'm a bit previous, but I don't mind telling you that me and Sarah are counting the days. You know, till the grand arrival. So here's to you, son, and my daughter. You make her happy, so I'm happy. Cheers. Mr. O'Neill. It's Benny, son. It's Benny. Tinted black windows in the back of the whip. That's good money spent. I don't want to get your hopes up, love. This show could probably need a jump start and a good tidy up. Maybe. But it was nice of Uncle Johnny to offer it to us. A fucking mobile home. Look, you know you're welcome to stay with us until you get sorted. Listen, Dad. We have been through this a dozen times before. We are not going to turn your lives upside down. You and Ma have no room for another tree. I want you and Ma to be grandparents. Real grandparents. Now where is this fan? What colour did Uncle Johnny say it was? A nice shade of pink, he said. Pastel pink, whatever the fuck that is. There's a van there. I think it's pink. Can't make it out properly with the leaves and bird shite on it. It's a high ace farm with a funny dome shape on the roof. This must be it. A 22-year-old Toyota high ace, uh, 
camper. Just a job. Is this some sort of joke? Christ, I murdered that fucking brother of mine. Have you got the keys, sir? What? Uh, of course I've got the keys. A tin opener would open that heap of junk. Give us the keys, sir. Come on, let's get out of here. Oh, I don't like this area. It's a bit dodgy. Give me the fucking keys. See if you can start the loop. At least the engine starts. And the heater works. Jesus, those old Toyota engines are bulletproof. Go on forever. Do you remember that Corolla we had years ago? The white one? You know the Jap import? Oh no, Ugh, what's that smell? One-year-old milk and some rotten cheese. Oh, Christ, will you close that fridge soon before I throw up the contents of my ample belly? Jesus. These vans are very spacious on the inside all the same. It's the dome roof that gives it the space. You are not contemplating moving into this skip. Please tell me you are not moving. No, not in a million years. Still, it might come in useful for storing stuff and uh, stuff. There's plenty of room to store stuff in our attic. Yeah, I know. Listen, Dad, me and Joey are heading to town. We'll get the bus. Thanks for showing us the uh, van and thank Uncle Johnny first, will you? I'll give you a lift into town. It's no bother. That's the other way altogether. Anyway, you said you had pitch and put at two. Well, yeah, but... So feck off and play the match. We'll be grand. Joey? Yeah, go on, Benny. We'll be fine. And thanks a lot for the lift and showing us the uh, van. Okay, you two. I might just make it. I don't want to give a walk over to Paddy fucking Walsh. I never hear the end of it. Boy. Boy, Mr. O. Benny. Yeah, good luck, Dad. What was that all about? Going into town? Hold on, wait till he's gone. Jesus, you kept the keys. Yeah, now, let's have another look at this heap of shite. Maybe we could give it a good clean-up. There's no way I'm... We are living in this tin of dog food. No way, I said. I know. I know. But let's keep our options open. Just in case. Now, here we are. Get that inch of love. Thanks. Jesus. I always loved Christmas, but I can't wait for this one to be over. Get stuck into the classifieds and find us a little nest. Yeah, they say the new year is a good time to find a gaff. We better sort something out soon. We will, my love. We will. In fact, there's a one-bed cottage in Pym Street going cheap. Gary Brannigan is heading for Australia for six months. Said we could mind the foreign while he's away. Say he won't be coming back once he gets a taste for the high life down under. And the tasty Sheila's on the Bond I believe in beach. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Here's hoping one of them turns his roving eye. Just like the ones I 
better now. <laughs> Jesus, you're on great form tonight. Let's get out of here. No sense in calling a taxi on Christmas Eve. Let's try and hail one on the street. Okay, my love. Let's go. Now wrap it, hit him in the pillowcase. That's it. 
Hold on, love. Do you hear that? I'll go out and try and flag down the seven cavalry. Fuck them. Stay here with me, love. We did it. On our own. Me and you, Joey. I love you. And I love this little man of ours. We did. Just the two of us. What we call the little man? Let's call him Christy. I was thinking of maybe calling Joe. Okay, Christopher Joseph it is then. Christy. Christy. Happy Christmas, love. Happy Christmas. Christ, I was just thinking. What now? It's just, after all we've been through, this quest for a gaff will be a piece of piss. <laughs> <laughs> That was Christy by Sean O'Gorman. The play took first place in the 2019 P.J. O'Connor Radio Drama Awards. Roxana Nicliam played the part of Mary. Lloyd Cooney was Joey. Jimmy Smallhorn played Da. And Hilda Fay was Ma. Stephen Jones was the council official. Sound design and sound supervision was by Damien Chanel. Christy by Sean O'Gorman was directed by Goretti Slavin.